Today's episode's brought to you by Calm. Boy, it's that time. It's that time where we all need to just chill out. And let me tell you, Calm can help you do that. Also, today we're brought to you by Ritual. Ritual, essential vitamins, my friends. Sourced from places that you actually can look up that are good for you and not just like, we made it in a laboratory. So we'll talk about that as well. Now let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Cox and Crank Dog. Cox Dog in the morning. In the morning. Hello, everybody. It's time for an exciting episode of Gax Grenda in the morning. That one had a little oomph to it. Yeah, well, I got a little oomph today. I got like a little oomph, <laughs> right? I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I, uh, I got out, I did some stuff, I got some exercise in, like, I'm having, a, like, a, you know, I got a day. I got, like, a whole day. Because yesterday, let me tell you, I don't know, I woke up at noonish, and you I... did the me? I did the you, but <laughs> I don't think I did the full you, because I woke up at noon, I went and I uh, was on Dodger Stream for a few hours, and then I, like, um, I don't know, dicked around with some video games, and then <laughs> it might have been 8 p.m., and I was like... Boy, I feel like I've done nothing today. <laughs> I don't. I was restless. I was like, All right, you're still I? doing the me. Yeah, I was like, I don't. I gotta be doing <laughs> something, but I like, I can't really work because nothing's working right now. And I've unpacked everything, so my apartment's fine. Like, I guess I could. It's probably too late to take these pictures over to the office, so. I don't know. So I went, I turned on TV and sat through maybe 20 minutes of TV and was like, no, this ain't going to do it for me. <laughs> so then I just like walked around my apartment restlessly looking for something to do. And I was like, uh, if I work out, I'm going to be up way later than I want to be. Like I'll do that tomorrow. I don't know. And so I don't know. I don't know what happened. But the next time I looked at my watch it was, or clock, it was 11-something. I was like, that seems like a good time to go to bed. <laughs> like, I just, I, my whole day felt like a waste of a day. And I have no idea why. I just internalized the whole thing. It was just like, I did nothing today. So today I woke up and was just like, work out. Get in some breakfast. Get some work done. Go do a, a bunch of, like, errands. Go drop those those paintings and pictures off of the office. Like, do everything. Come back. Meet you. I am, like, in go-getter mode today. I am blasting at 110% because I felt so bad about doing nothing yesterday that today I'm like, let's go. So, yeah, I'm in it. I'm feeling it. Yeah, yesterday I kept seeing you tweet stuff. Like, this guy's tweeting a lot. Yeah, I was, uh, I was in a, a tweet mode. Like, again, you can tell when I am either, like, waiting for something to happen or really bored because I'll start tweeting. <laughs> Oh, if yeah. I don't tweet, if I have, like, one tweet that day, it's because I'm really busy with something. Like I said, <laughs> I don't use Twitter except as, like, a crutch to keep me from going insane some days. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm stuck waiting for something, and I'm so bored. That's that's, that's the only time I use it. And you can tell if you go look through my Twitter profile, you can see, like, oh, this day Jesse tweeted only once. He was probably really busy. <laughs> this day 
85 tweets. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to get on the current schedule. I'm a very routine-based person. So I usually will wake up. I eat my breakfast. Now, my problem today, I goofed it. Normally, I've been waking up at like tw- noon or like 1230. All right. But I go to bed around 430. So it's like yeah, seven you, and a half, have, eight hours. You have like a wild schedule. Yeah, but I'm I'm consistent with it. All right, that's so true. Like, always four thirty. Wake up around twelve thirty. But today I woke up at noon and I was like, I'm feeling pretty good. I should get up. But then I made the mistake of kind of being like, eh, and I laid back down a bit. Bam, woke up at one. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> I had that like REM. I was like a half REM. Yeah, yeah. Not good. Not good. Now I've had like one of those like almost headaches where like I'll be fine and then I kind of like look around. It's like yeah, headache coming in, so I had to take a Tylenol. And I'm like, ah, gee, I can't let that fester. You got to get that out of there. Uh, but normally, on like weekdays, I'll do that. And then I started going to the gym early. And uh, honestly, I like going earlier. Because I used to go like back in the day, like at night. I'd go at like 9 or 10. But then, you know, by the time you're out of there, it's like, uh, but when you go early, you like get pumped for the day. You know? That's what so I'm I saying. Like I had like a... I don't like a, a day pump going on today. Day pump does, <laughs> is not does not sound good. <laughs> the day pump. I, <laughs> the day pump. And it's just like uh it's just like a bunch of old people at the gym too that are like, here we go. They're just like walking and stuff, and I'm just like, yeah, because nobody's on the weights because it's just all old people walking. So I get like all of it to myself. It's great. And then uh, I usually work out like 40 minutes, and then I'll uh, maybe go to like grocery store. You know, pick up what I got to get at the grocery store. And then I've started doing a, like, short day stream. So I used to, like, just sit at the computer do nothing for, like, an hour. And I'd be like, I can stream now. So now I started streaming for an hour. So that's been good. And then, uh, you know, normally, that, like, messed me up, too. Because normally on, like, Wednesdays we got D&D. But we didn't have D&D. So I was like, what do I do now? And then normally on Tuesdays I had my football podcast. Now football's over. So my whole week was like, Bleh. I'm supposed Damn. to do things, and I got no things. So it's oh, blowing well, look, my mind. If, you, if you got free time, I'm sure there's some sort of multiplayer game out there you and I can crush. Oh, yeah, there probably is. And I got uh, a few more weeks of that, because then free agency's going to hit. Now we got to do podcasts, and then D&D starts again, and then boom. So I got like two, three weeks where I can, I can play some multiplayers, you know? What's the, uh, what's the big multiplayer thing that we should be playing? What are we missing out on? Uh... Right now, I don't really know. There's been people playing Valorant, but like, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I don't need to play that. <laughs> um, Unless they want to pay crazy. me, then I'll be like, yeah, best game ever made. <laughs> uh, oh, I've actually been reading. You Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what have you been reading? Uh, so I've been reading Brandon Sanderson. Okay, uh, all right. So there's uh, Warbreaker. I've been reading that because they said it's a good book to get into Brandon Sanderson stuff. And it's been pretty good. Uh, and then I also started reading his like big series, which is uh, The Something Kings. Brandon Sanderson. The Something Kings. Kings. It's uh, The Way of Kings. And they're very good. I like it. It's uh, one of those things where, like, once you read and you read something you actually want to read and like reading, I'm like, I look forward to reading my book. And I'm like, I wonder what's going to happen next. And you read and you're like, whoa. And then you want to keep going, but then you got to go sleep. Damn. Yeah, I I get that. I haven't read anything recently, which is really sad. I 
uh, yeah, just I get so caught up in work. But I will say, uh, I do know exactly what you're talking about. Like the yeah. uh, when you find a book and it just clicks with you, man, that's a good vibe because it, it isn't it isn't like you're reading, you know, a book for school where you're forced to read it and you're like, uh. it's yeah. one of those things where it feels like a movie that you're living through. Does that make sense? Yeah, like you're in it. Yeah, it's like your imagination is doing the movie. It's like that's why it's so yeah. good to read. It's like and it helps you kind of focus in a way because you're just sitting there and you're just you know reading words you're not like distracted by like commercials and tv and stuff you're just you know you're just reading words on paper i know i'm gonna get roasted by a bunch of people but i will say the person that really does that for me (laughs) really well even though they are great books every dan brown novel i feel like i'm reading a movie every time every time and i know they're like (laughs) trash but i don't care i remember reading the da vinci code and be like holy shit i was in i was in i don't know there's something about it that for some reason that is all i think about when i think of a book that really makes you feel like in a movie because even though i read and really enjoyed the the a song of ice and fire books mm. those books very much like if you read lord of the rings are just like 85 pages of describing a dinner table. (laughs) Like it's very well thought out and you're like in the world, but it isn't fast paced. It doesn't feel like it's moving. You're just like, and the Lord of the Chamberlain knelt down before the table on it. (laughs) A pheasant glazed for 14 hours. (laughs) You're like, Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. Because I, uh, I was reading through The Hobbit, and it's kind of got that, but I think Lord of the Rings gets even a little more into that. It would be like, and so he was wondering what was in the corner, and the corner it was in the corner. But things are not what they seem, thought Bilbo as he walked over. But what it was, he did not know, but you will soon, soon learn. Yeah, no, that sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. Uh, yeah, that's why I like Brandon Sanderson. He's like very... He's almost like methodical in the way he writes, but it's like good because he's like he's actually good. <laughs> so it's like wow, this is a good book. But he like writes a lot of books too. I also interviewed him, which was cool, on my fishing with Crendor. So if you search Amazing. Crendor Brandon Sanderson, you'll see that. Then I saw you tweet about sparkling water. I'm a huge fan. I'm getting into it. I uh, toaster woman drinks all the sparkling water. She's gotten she likes the Lacroix, uh, the lime Lacroix. I think. It's the I, uh, yeah lime. That's the one. I'm pretty basic. I don't. I I try to find the blue, totally unflavored Lacroix, and I never can. I never can find it. It's all <laughs> no one. No one sells it because I think no one likes it but me. Huh. But I love it. 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 I the thing I've noticed is that a lot of sparkling waters have an aftertaste, which is weird. Like I never mm. quite understood why, and I'm slowly discovering some don't, and the blue packaging LaCroix no flavor just like normal sparkling water has no no aftertaste it just tastes like water that tickles your tongue which is great which is great it's exactly what I'm looking for it doesn't taste like anything after I've after it's like in my stomach I don't have like a weird taste in my mouth it it just is like water and that's the kind of thing I'm looking for and so I found a few different ones that are like that that I'm really passionate about. The rest of them, trash. I don't want to. I don't even want to be near them. But uh, <laughs> even some Lacroix, I'm like, gross. But um, 
yeah, I, I, I'm really into it now. That's like my vibe. Huh. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm just going through your tweets. Uh, and I saw... <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> you had like five different, you know, trains of thought from these tweets. I did uh, have a bunch of trains of thought. <laughs> then you had Ben Brode be like, dude, I got you. You got to check out this pizza. It's literally the pizza Lou I took you for. I, I, I did think <laughs> it was really funny. Uh, yeah, I was tweeting about... So I, I really wanted... This was, I think, last night where I was just like, I got nothing going on. I guess I'll make a pizza. <laughs> yeah. Right? That was part of So I, I tweeted like, hey, what's a good uh, store-bought pizza? Because I don't, I'm not a big store-bought pizza yeah. guy. There's just not – there's so many great places around L.A. to just get a pizza. But I also yeah. didn't want to spend like 20 bucks on a pizza or wait for it. I figured I'd just go to the store, buy it, bring it home, stick it in the, the, you know, the oven and just yeah. do a thing. I was like, what's the big vibe? What's the big pizza? And, of course, you know, uh, it was DiGiorno's and Jack's and Red Baron. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what everyone said. But Ben Brode comes out the woodwork. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, hello. And he tweets, hey, uh, check this pizza out. It's the best. And it was just Lou Malnati's, which is hilarious. <laughs> and I was like, all right, this gets a like because that's very funny. Yeah, it was <laughs> just funny. He's like, this is the best one. And then some guy was like, how are you going to get that delivered? He's like, they deliver everywhere, which is true. <laughs> Lou Malnati's will deliver everywhere. I'm not sure how good a pizza from Chicago to your home in L.A. is, but yeah, I, I feel like they've got it down. I feel like they have like a, you know, a packaging. That's, uh, that's also the one like that you got on the podcast or TB got it or maybe you both got it. He might have got um, the cake. I got the cake. Yeah. TB, oh, got I think, the got cake. the pizzas. I got the cake. The cake. Yeah. Here's the thing. It was good. Was it worth sixty bucks? <laughs> I don't no. think so. I don't, I don't think, think any I cakes worth cake. sixty bucks. Yeah. No. I don't even think I get the cake, and it's like they'll probably make it fresh right out the thing. I'd still be like, eh. yeah. I was like, yeah. it's a, it's you know, it's a flavorful cake, <laughs> but is it a sixty dollar cake? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, but that was funny. I mean, I've eaten so many Lumal Nadis. It's probably more my when my gallbladder left. I, I mean, know, that so that sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> so that was, a, that was a fun time. And that was then, another uh, one of my tweets. Yeah, all right. Anything else catch your eye? Uh, you also said too many pizza choices got a turkey sandwich at the deli. Now <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. I did. I I saw the pizza choices. Realized that uh, DiGiorno has like eight thousand pizza choices. Everything yeah. from rising crust to flatbread to like croissant crust. And I was like, nah, I'm, what? And then there was no Jack's pizza. Red Baron had an equal number of choices, and I was like, I don't, I don't know what's good here, and so I just went to the deli because they have like a deli open till like nine p.m. and I went there and I got a turkey sandwich and some chips, and then that was that was that. You have like a home run in, like the frozen home run ins, or is that Chicago? No, that seems like a Chicago thing. Uh, we... yeah. No, that's pretty good. It's like a solid, mediocre, good pizza that's frozen. I'm trying to think of what what I saw. We have. Uh, Red Baron, which I think everyone has. DiGiorno's. Yeah. Freshetta, um, uh California Pizza Kitchen, which I think is very funny. Because the grocery <laughs> store is right next to an actual California Pizza <laughs> Kitchen, which is just crazy. Uh, and then, uh, uh, like, a Paul Newman's Pizza. <laughs> and then Amy's Pizza. And then, like, a large selection of overpriced, gluten-free pizzas. Like, a lot of them. So, yeah. very L.A. And I was like, oh, nah, yeah. I'm good. I don't want to eat that. 
Yeah. Uh, so I just gotta. The, I, they well, I was, they bake their the bread fresh. Oh, I mean, like it's it's fresh from the bakery at the grocery store. The bread. They. I mean, I'm sure it was made that day, right? Because yeah. uh, it was like eight fifty p.m. when I went there. Uh, turkey that they you know got from the actual like the meat cube, whatever the hell that damn thing is. You know, <laughs> yeah. when you go to the deli, uh, cheese they got directly from the cheese cube. Ooh. Um, lettuce and onion. And uh, I got a little, like, uh, honey mustard on there, like a spicy honey oh, yeah. mustard. And then, um, yeah, I mean, that was it. And then I got some uh, salt and vinegar chips. I was, like, hmm. living my best life. I, they, had, uh, they had other veggies, but they didn't look as, I guess, like, the best word's crunchy. Like, I'm a huge crunchy veggie person on my sandwiches. I don't right. want veggies that are, like, limp. Does that make any sense? Like, I don't want a veggies that when I bite into them, they're like, yeah. Like, I don't. No, I, see that. I gotta, have, you know, if you're gonna put peppers or cucumber or anything on my sandwich, uh, you know, I want that to just be like crunch. crunch. Yeah, I want the veggie crunch. So I, I passed. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I've been making turkey burgers. They're pretty Ooh. good. It's pretty good. You get your turkey. Uh, you you know you ground turkey you form it you put it in the pan I usually grill up an onion or two and then are you uh, put a, are a you a, like a are you like a fat burger or a thin burger kind of dude uh I'm probably more of a thin I don't want it to be like you know like super thin but like probably like uh so not like a smash burger you no, want not like, like a, a smash burger but I don't want it gotcha. to be like a chonker either like I, I like a nice medium yeah yeah okay I get it. Yeah. I'm a, I'm starting to get in on that smash thing. I like I like a nice thin burger, and I might double it up. Mm. It's no, like two thin burgers on one, you know. So it's like kind of a normal burger, but it's like the meat. It, yeah. I don't know. I'm starting to feel that. I mean, that's like what they do at Five Guys, right? They do like the two I thin burgers. Man, I haven't been to Five Guys in like two years. Holy crap! I <laughs> the only reason now I went I'm to thinking five about guys, it, like, oh my god! I literally was there with my uh, my tooth because it was. Soggy enough to That's eat right, it. That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is actually pretty good. And then my stomach was like, are you sure? And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> but. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> and then I uh, started, like, cutting up some radishes. I like radishes. You know? Because radishes like got that crunch. I get it. Yeah, yeah, you get that crunch. I bought some pickles. They're, like, pickles. It was, like, old Jimmy's pickles. And I was like, these are pretty good, too. You know, and you eat that with your turkey burger. That's pretty good. Oh, man. I am huge on pickles on my burgers, so I always get, um, like, Dave's Spicy Pickles or whatever the hell the thing's called. Oh, my God. Uh, they're yeah. good. Oh, they're like good. Those are the, the good pickles. I like it on the side. Oh, I will. Well, here's the thing. Because, I'm, again, I'm not, like, a big – I think everyone listening knows I'm a crazy person. So, yes. I – like, I'll open the pickles – Stick my fork in, get them off, you know, like get get one of the pickle, whatever those things are called. Spears? You know, like so, not a spear. But like hamburger pickles, whatever those are called. Yeah, that's like the chips. Chips, yes, thank you. Yeah. I'll get one, and I, you know, when you pull it out, it's dripping with all the, the brine. Yeah. So I'll take it to a paper towel and like towel off the pickle and then put it on the sandwich so it doesn't drip pickle juice everywhere. Oh, uh, yeah. And then I'll get like three or four of those and stick it on the sandwich. So the pickle like isn't 
<laughs> you know, like wet. <laughs> that is, and that's just something I do because I'm like, I don't want a wet pickle. So then it's going to make the uh, the mustard run off the burger. It's going to like mess up the cheese. Oh, yeah. I'm like yeah. real particular about my burgers. I, it's a problem I have. I'm like, all right. You can put you can put onion and pickles on it as long as they ain't wet. That's me. That's who I am. I can appreciate that. I just know, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cause you don't want the bun to be soggy. That's and that's that's true. Like I just I and I'll even toast the bun. I'll put the bun in a toaster oven. Oh yeah, I toast the bun too. Yeah, toast. Cuz I yeah, I mean if if I'm going to make a burger at home, I'm going to make it the way I want. It. If I go out I got to deal with, you know, whatever's going on in that burger yeah. place, which is fine. But if I'm making it at home, I'm making it the way I want. I'm not even settling. Just yeah. zero settling. <laughs> no, no doubt around that one. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. I just, I refuse. I will go to the grocery store and find the right meat. I won't even be like, yeah, yeah, 80 is fine. I'll be like, all right, what kind of blend of fat to meat do I want today? Well, I feel like uh, I don't want a lot of grease in the pan. Let's do like a 95.5, right? Like crazy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And then I'll be like, yeah, that works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll spend a ton of time. Or I'll go up to the butcher counter and be like, what, 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 what kind of ground meat you got today? Oh, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of that. I will purposefully give them a hard time. I've been doing like, that with the steak. Like I've... Uh, oh. Like last week, we had our like uh, our Valentine's steak, which was great. How did that go? You gotta tell us. It was very good. I got it to a nice medium, medium. It's like right between the medium, medium rare. That's like the sweet spot where I don't want it too medium rare, but I don't want it like just just hitting the medium. You know, that's where the, I, I like the steak. Once you go like a little over that, then it's gonna get too like chewy. Once you go too under that, I feel like it's still dead, and you're like just eating raw meat. But like once you hit that medium. Almost medium. That's like, mm. that's mama me. And you gotta let it sit. I learned that you let it sit once you cook it five minutes, and uh, lets the juices all like seep back in. Do you tin foil sit it? Do you let it sit in tin foil and you wrap it up? You let no, nah, I don't tin like foil they... sit it. Man, oh, once, I when it's on that, that grill, it's still it's all it's spicy. I guess still. you're right. Usually I will put some rosemary on it too. Ooh, yeah, you gotta hit the rosemary. You're a professional. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm a simple salt and pepper man. That's it. <laughs> That's all I'll do. I'll rub that thing down and be like, let's roll. <laughs> Throw it on the, the old frying pan, let it do its thing. And then afterwards, wrap it up in tin foil and let it sit there for five minutes in its own heat and juices. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's still pretty And good. baked potato. You got to have a baked, you got to have that like oh, we, uh, baked potato. Oh, my God. Well, we do like the red potatoes and you like cut them up a bit, put them in the thing and then. Let uh put in some like garlic butter and then a little rosemary on top of that, so you get like some <laughs> rosemary potatoes. Then we do like the garlic asparagus. You get some garlic asparagus going in there. Olive oil. I don't. You know. I, I I don't. You know, anyone listening right now, I pity you. Because are probably like, I'm so hungry. Look, I'm hungry too. Why do you think I'm trying? I've I've literally. Uh, the last time I ate was 8 a.m. and I'm like, I'm ready for lunch, and it is far beyond lunchtime. So. Yeah, like, I feel uh, that pain. I feel that. Uh, yeah, no, it's. Oh my god, I forgot the. <laughs> it's completely off topic. I forgot to mention the uh, the Ocean FM Ireland station we uh, covered. Yeah, we got we got a write up. We got a yeah. write up for mispronouncing a thing. If yeah. only we got one every time we mispronounce something, we'd be famous. <laughs> we would. 
It said, uh, Los Angeles-based podcast show had a bit of bother getting to grips with the concept of Sligo Gardai after they were discussing an Ocean FM news story. Well, apparently it's Sligo Gardai. Sligo Gardai. It's even better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, agreed. <laughs> we tried. Here's the thing. We tried to pronounce it like we thought you would pronounce it. <laughs> it's yeah. not our fault that that it's even simpler than what we thought it was. <laughs> yeah. That someone was just like, how do you get that so wrong? And someone's like, have you heard Crendor pronounce scarce acetem and ephrin incident? <laughs> 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 we gotta, I can't even speak English, let alone other languages. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good reply to them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh... Oh my god, then that uh, that movie came out. The Nick Cage Willy Wonderland or whatever. We, gotta see I, that. we need to... How do we watch that? We need to have a yeah. watch party for that movie. Yeah, can we watch that on a thing? I heard I that it is not too oh, yeah. scary and not too violent. So I feel like we can watch party this. Yeah. There's gotta be a way. What There's is it on? has gotta be a way on Twitch. I don't know. And and if we watch party it, we need to go like I have my bottle sitting up there. You need to go get or I will send you some. Okay. Snoop Dogg wine. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm gonna check today. I'm gonna go today because it's Saturday we're doing this. I'm gonna check and see if it's uh see if it's there. And I'll drink it if we do watch the, the watch party. That'll be good. so it's I love that this movie was made for $5 million. Amazing. I bet most <laughs> right. of that went to Nick Cage, which is yep. great. Uh, <laughs> it was originally called Wally's Wonderland. Now it's Willie's Wonderland. I'm not sure yeah. why that changed. I don't know. It's on The Voodoo? only place... Voodoo. But it says I can log in through Walmart? What the shit is this? Oh, it's on Amazon Prime for $19.99. Oh, my uh. God. Uh, it's on Apple TV. It's on Vudu. Uh, yeah, let me see. Has a five point seven out of ten. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, you can rent it for nineteen bucks. I may do that. The problem is, is how do we do a watch party with people? Hmm. Yeah, I guess you just allowed? do it. I mean, it is allowed. But we'd have to say, it'd be like you and I chatting, and then we'd uh, have to yeah. say, now press play right now. Yeah. I mean, that's what we did with, like, the Super Bowl. But the Super Bowl is always going. We don't have to, like, sync it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it could be like, three, two, one, go. Yeah. No, that could be I mean, good. I will say, I will say. We could, uh, even though, oh, we could have a timer so people know, like, what time we're at. So we'd be a three, two, one, go and start our timers at the same time. That works. Yeah. Yeah. I'm blown away by the fact that this is... <laughs> so, basically, there is a uh, review... There are reviews online saying how bad it is. Yet, on Amazon, 482 reviews, four and a half stars. <laughs> Amazon loves this movie. That's not surprising, honestly. 10 of 10, watch with friends, absolute blast... Daddy Nick's ultimate masterpiece, Five Nights at Cages, worth the watch, pop the popcorn, just watch it, loved every minute. I trust these reviews. I trust everyone. What does the one-star review say? The main character was too powerful. 
Shut up, nerd. It's too powerful. <laughs> Nick Cage is too strong. That's the whole point. You suck. Yeah, that's the whole point. That's what Nick Cage is here for. Yeah, he's too powerful. <laughs> yes, we need to do this. We need to do a watch party for sure. I'm yeah. saving this page. All right, good. Yeah, I'm down for oh, that. Oh, yeah. And then I'm going to get, oh, my God, I may, I like may make a steak and <laughs> oh, drink yeah, some Snoop Dogg wine. Drink it with the, the Snoop Dogg wine, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be great. And I'll sit here and be like, and now Nick Cage. Oh, I'm so ready. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. All right. We need to do like a whole thing for this. All right. Yes. We'll have to see. We'll have to see when most people can watch. Yeah. And how to pull this off. Wait, what the hell? X-ray. X-ray. It says on here, Willy's Wonderland, one hour, 28 minutes, 18 plus X-ray. X-ray? What does that mean? I don't don't know. What is X-ray? What does X-ray mean? That's so, wow. That's so weird. Willy's Wonderland, Amazon. Let's see. Uh... Wait, where's it at? X-ray, X-ray. It says in a little box next to the runtime and the year it was released. Oh, yeah, X-ray. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what does it mean? Amazon X-ray. Oh, sh- oh, hold on. This is amazing. What? So, watch party unavailable. Buy or rent the movie to start a watch party. Everyone who joins must buy or rent. Here's the thing. Oh. If you buy or rent it, we can start a watch party in the thing, and then everyone can join the chat for that, and then we can uh, like, oh, do yeah. a thing. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Like, maybe we can do a uh, a Discord or something where people yeah. can hear us. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, and then everyone can chat in the watch party. Oh, look at this. Amazon got it figured out. Yes, All right. There we go. Yeah, I, I don't think Twitch would allow us to do a watch party with a thing that is paid. Yeah, I don't think so. But yeah, this but is we, good. Yeah, we can work around it. Yeah. And watch e- Emily Tosta and Beth Grant. <laughs> That's foolproof playing. Yeah. Foolproof playing. I, I used one, to say uh, foolproof playing. So I was like, oh, it's proof from fools. What right? you, wait, what? What is it then? Or no, wait. I said, it is full foolproof. That's, that's what it the is. thing. I used to say foolproof. I was like, this is a this is foolproof, right? Oh, you meant like F U L L? Yeah, like this is fully proofed. Like it was a foolproof plane. I always thought it was that. <laughs> <laughs> I like your version. This is yeah. fully proofed. <laughs> this is foolproof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, damn, this is fully proofed. <laughs> All right, I see that. Yeah. Well, speaking of fully proofed, this is this is the segue. Yeah. Let me tell you all about the foolproof way. See, that's how we're doing it to get the vitamins you need <laughs> in a way that you can feel good about. Because we deserve to know everything they're putting in our bodies, especially when it comes to something we take every day. With Ritual, they tell you exactly where you're getting the ingredients for the vitamins that you are putting in your body. Everything from vitamin A found in bioavailable forms in Switzerland to B12 from Connecticut 
to microalgae giving you omega-3 from Canada. The vegan certified D3 from Lichen. Lichen? Lichen? Whatever like, it is. Lichen, lichen. From Nottingham, England. I've been to Nottingham. I, I can Whoa. tell you what's going on. So they have all this stuff that you can literally just look up and it will tell you where you're getting your nutrients from. It has a fresh taste and delayed release capsule designed to make taking your vitamins easy. I've been taking Ritual every day for the last couple of weeks. And I know this is going to sound weird, but when you open up the bottle, it has this like minty smell. And it just, it, it, it it's like a very fresh smell. And I feel like that just speaks about it, the ingredients, all of it. It's crazy. But for some reason, like I know based on that smell alone that what I'm putting in my body is like good. It is exactly what a multivitamin should be. Using key nutrients in forms your body can actually use to help fill gaps in your diet, which trust me, right about now, I could use. And there are no shady extras. You'll always know what nutrients you're taking when they come from Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. It's available for women, for men, for teens. It's specifically developed to help support your different stages of life and who you are. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping, always. That's how Ritual works. You can start, snooze it, cancel your subscription at any time, and if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they will refund your first order. Get your nutrients without all the BS. Ritual's offering you right now 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash Cox. That's R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash Cox to get 10% off your first three months. Start your ritual today. Also today we're brought to you by Calm. Him. One of the best ways you can improve your overall health. <laughs> we shouldn't do this. <laughs> and happiness is to get a good night's sleep. I know lately our daily routines have been changed and that's just the way it is. And it can be harder to get to sleep at night. Uh, I yesterday was going through some stuff. I was like, I've done nothing. And I just laid in bed. It was awful. And you know what I did? Turned on my calm app, passed right out, <laughs> knocked me out. That's why I'm excited to be offering this deal to you from Calm because I use it. I love the app. It is designed to ease the stress in your life and to give you the best sleep you've ever had. And if you relieve that anxiety and improve your sleep, your next day is going to be even better. And the next day after that, and the next day after that, it's going to be good for your entire life. Calm has a whole library of programs designed to help you sleep and to make it a healthy sleep. They've got soundscapes, guided meditations, hundreds of sleep stories narrated by voices like Stephen Fry, Kelly Rowland, Laura Dern. Over 85 million people around the world use Calm to take care of, of their stress and anxiety, to get their minds off the day and just get a better sleep or a better start to the day. I like to use that too. I like to do the morning meditations. Any of you right now, if you go to calm.com slash Cox, let me do that again, calm.com slash Cox. That's for you out there who are going to give me a hard time. You'll get 40% off 
a Calm Premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programming. You can get the app, you turn that thing on, and right away it's like, go, 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 go. It's great. So right now, limited time promotion, 40% off at com, C-A-L-M dot C-O-M slash Cox. That's 40% off to unlimited access to the entire library. C-A-L-M dot C-O-M slash Cox to get 40% off your com Premium subscription. All right, Crendo, let's go to chapter number seven. The scout, Crendo, has that traffic out there. Traffic is out here today. It looks like things are warming up a little bit, not a whole lot, but just enough to start uh, thawing out those roads and uh, you know get people going around back outs there and uh, you know moving, hustling, bustling, uh, rustling, uh, fussling, uh, muscling, uh, robotussling. Uh, I'm running out of rhymes. Back to you. Roba tussling, like Roba tussling. You know the. the I got that tussing. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Roba tussling. Yeah, right. Roba tussling. It sounds like what happens if you drink a lot of Roba tussling to get drunk, and then you get in fights. Roba tussling. <laughs> yeah, that's the definition. Roba tussling all day. <laughs> Those boys is Roba tussing again. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Uh. Yeah. All right, let's go to the weather. Weather. Uh, so we got some weather, and it's going to be happening everywhere. Everywhere has weather. Did you know that? I was unaware. Thanks for informing me. No problem. Um, uh-huh. Weather. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's Yo, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah, yo. Uh-huh. Ayo yo yo. If this is where uh, we're going, ayo yo yo. Uh, hold on. What if I do type in ayo? Ayo. Ayago. Ayago. The, Ayano the, the, the mace- parrot from <laughs> from. Uh, I was about to say the parrot from Jasmine. That's not right. The parrot from Aladdin. The uh, parrot from Jasmine. That's how I saw that movie. <laughs> I went through the entire film. Aladdin was just like, "I love you, Jasmine." I don't even. Know, I didn't even know there was a guy <laughs> named Aladdin in that film. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably a thing a lot of people did. <laughs> uh, I like Jasmine. That's hey, all I care about. I Jasmine. do. I like. I like Jasmine. <laughs> um, let's go to Iago. Iago Apak, Uganda. Sixty-nine degrees. Nice. Fair. One percent chance of rain through four a.m. Uh, morning. <laughs> yeah, it's 78 degrees. All right. Where is this? Hold on. Where is this place? Iago, a pack, Uganda. Uganda? Uganda. Uh, 92 I- degrees. It's going to be 92. Nice and hot. 38% humidity. Extreme UV index. How do Sunset. I spell Iago? How do you think you spell it? I-A-G-O, but it, clearly that's wrong. So I- how do I spell it? Uh, or it's A Y A G O. All right, all right. Wow, the first thing that comes up is the hydroelectro power station. Oh, all right. I mean, <laughs> I guess. Wow, that is all that comes up. Everything about this place is hydropower. Is there? Uh, all right. I mean, <laughs> I just want to know about the people there, but okay. 
Maybe they love their hydropower. I guess. Uh, hydropowered, hydropowered. Wait, I typed in Iago and said Yahoo. I don't want to go to Yahoo. Iago. I want to see the hydropower. Oh, yeah, wow, that is a lot of hydropower. Everything that's there is hydropower. Hydropower, oh, but this hydropower. also appears to be like straight up in the jungle. It says there are oh. 44,000 people. No, 39,000 people. Now, all right. Somewhere between 40 and 50,000 people live there. And the main agriculture. So basically everything that's there is agriculture and livestock. Uh, I see. But I guess that the reason why hydropower is everywhere is because it's the big thing there now, and that's what's funding the local government. I think. Oh, I, I see. Think. Interesting. This could be one of those things that, like, you know, China owns the hydropower and is like, "We will not fund you at all." I don't know. I don't want to read <laughs> yeah. too much into that, but uh, yeah. all we know is it's you know it's they like hydropower. <laughs> that is all I know. Yeah, that is all I know. Uh, and I like to imagine it's like the jungle animals are like, you know, just running <laughs> like around. Zootopia. It's, it's like Zootopia, <laughs> but they're running the hydropower. They're like yeah. they're building the hydropower. We have to stop them from destroying our jungle. And then they yeah, like I gather up and then there's like a cool movie that comes out of it. So yeah, it's 92 degrees, 86, <laughs> 88, 89, 92, 91, 90, 91, 93, 93, 94, 95, 96. All partly cloudy except for a couple mostly sunnies and a cloudy. It's pretty standard hot, cloudy weather. There you uh, go. And that's uh, that's that's Iago. Iago. Uh, All right, Crandor, let's talk sports. 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 Uh. Oh, God, where am I? Rockets are expected to part ways with the Marcus Cousins. Boogie Cousins going somewhere else. Uh, NBA standings. Looks like the Clippers beat the Jazz today, which is actually pretty impressive. Jazz have like, been the best team in the NBA. Uh, also checking it out. Looks like 76ers up the top. Nets, Bucks, Celtics, Pacers in the top five. In the West, you got Jazz, Lakers, Clippers, Trailblazers, and the Suns over in the NHL. You've got your, uh, oh, God, what you got? You got your swag. You got your maple leaves. You got your Florida Panthers. You got, you got your, your swag and your maple <laughs> leaves. Uh, you got your, uh, yeah, your maple leaves, your Panthers, your Bruins, and your Blues all at the top. And uh, looks like you got Edmonton, Winnipeg up there. You got Carolina, Chicago up there. You got Philadelphia and New York Islanders and the Washington up there. And you got uh, Vegas and uh, up there. That's, about, that's really about it. A couple other ones. Who's at the bottom? Buffalo. <laughs> Nashville. Yep. Ottawa. Oh, my God. Ottawa is really bad. Wow. They are really bad. So, in terms of, like, so there's a category called point differential. Which is like the amount of goals you've given up versus the amount of goals you scored. So if it's like, say you've played like ten games and you've outscored the opponent uh, by a couple goals, right? You would be like plus three or something. So like uh -huh. if you, so in like in terms of one game, say you lost five to three, your point differential will be minus two because you've you know given up more goals than you've scored. So Toronto in first place is plus nineteen. 
Calgary is a mediocre team, minus one. Nashville is minus 19. Detroit is in minus 25. And the Ottawa Senators are minus 34. They've given up 34 more goals than they've scored again. Like, that's that's really bad. That is that is that is pretty bad. <laughs> They've scored 44 goals and given up almost 80. Wow. Well, sorry, Ottawa. <laughs> uh, and uh, wow. Any other uh, sports things happening? Uh, I guess baseball is actually going to be starting spring training pretty soon. That's a thing. And uh, the Giants have agreed to a deal with Yamaguchi. Don't know who that is. I don't actually know either, but uh, <laughs> it sounded uh, impressive. Yeah, Shun Yamaguchi. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, he's with the Blue Jays. Okay, yeah, I don't know much about the American League. I'm more of the. I watch the Cubs, so I know about the National League, especially the Central. Uh, and uh, wait, they have Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I remember Vladimir Guerrero. Now his son's playing. You're old now, man. You're Mama old now, me. man. <laughs> that's like that's like Ken oh, Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. We're just like, oh no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's sports. All right, Crandor. What is our big news story of the day? All right, before we hit that big news story, I want to read yeah. off a couple more random fun facts. Is this the same article? Yeah. Oh, okay. they've got a right. lot of facts. I thought there. I thought there. <laughs> I thought there was just a new article, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Okay. Uh, let's see. Cotton candy was invented by a dentist. I. You know what? Hmm, that makes sense in a weird way, right? Uh, like he would know how best to make your teeth hurt. That's true. Right. <laughs> yeah, you think right? about it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Pigeons can tell the difference between a painting by Monet and Picasso. Wait, how do they know? Wait, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How do they know that? Why would they know that? Uh, Here it is. In 1995, a study published in the Journal of Experimental Analysis of Behavior, researchers reported of being able to train pigeons to discriminate between paintings by Claude Monet and Pablo Picasso when shown slides of their works that they had previously never seen before. When the Picasso images were inverted, the little art connoisseurs could still tell it was a Picasso. Huh. Interesting. But, like, why? Why did they... But why did they do that? I don't... Yeah. (laughs) But why? (laughs) I just have so many questions. Okay. that's, uh, That's weird. Here's a relevant one. Space smells like seared steak. What? Yeah. It says, when you see footage of astronauts floating in space, do you ever wonder what space smells like? According to some former astronauts, space does in fact have a distinct odor. They've described it as hot metal or searing steak. Hot? Wait, how would they smell space if they're in their suit? Isn't that just their own body? I don't know, man. Maybe you're like out in space and you come back in, you smell it on the suit. I, maybe? That's yeah, I guess maybe I you're of. right. Yeah. But then isn't that still part of the space station smell? Well, I feel like you got to know the space station smell if you're in it all the time. So it's got to be different. Uh, maybe. Maybe you're right. 
I'm fine with the fact that it uh, space smells like steak. It makes me want to go there more. Yeah. No, that's that's interesting. I didn't know. Yeah, I'm that. very then, down. Uh, the final random fun fact. Okay. The unicorn is the national animal of Scotland. Why do you think that is? I don't know. <laughs> Hold on, while, <laughs> while Scotland proudly boasts the Loch Ness Monster, one of the world's most famous fabled creatures, the country opted to make another mythical beast its national animal. Yeah, why don't they do the Loch Ness Monster? The unicorn. Although this might seem like an odd choice, Visit Scotland explains that the unicorn played an integral role in the country's history. Back in the 12th century... William I uses the proud beast in the Scottish royal coat of arms. Huh. I mean, okay. Like, all right. I mean, yeah, if you think back, it's like it's a horse with a, a like, icicle on his head and stabbed through people. I'm sorry, what? How would you? I'm, I'm sorry, how would you describe a unicorn? A horse with an icicle on? Not a horn. Yeah. An <laughs> icicle. Well, it's like a horn, but it's like an icicle. Same thing. But yeah, it's also an icicle. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a frost unicorn that'd be cool uh-huh sure i mean yeah. look at icicles look at the unicorn horns they're like look at that practically the same practically i've the seen same. some big ass icicles dude right <laughs> right that's your random fun facts of the day. <laughs> <laughs> all right what is our news story our news story Wait, what the shit? New Zealand sentences cactus smuggler caught with 947 plants strapped to her body <laughs> All right, there it is. <laughs> well, we what found our this? story of the day. <laughs> New Zealand authorities have sentenced a woman who tried in 2019 to smuggle nearly a thousand cacti and succulents into the country strapped to her body. The woman, Wen Quing Lee, 38, pleaded guilty to violating biosecurity laws after she was caught twice with plants and seeds at Auckland International Airport when returning home. To the city from China, New Zealand's Ministry for Primary Industries said what in a statement. What the hell? How did she fit that thousand? all in her body? I don't know. She was sentenced to intensive supervision for 12 months and 100 hours of community work. On March 24, 2019, Lee strapped stockings containing 947 succulents and cacti valued at over $10,000 to her body and attempted to bring them into the country. How the is cacti- that possible? Do we have photos know. of what this looked like? How? There's a uh, here's an evidence thing. Here's some wonky looking cacti. Look at these. What the hell? Yeah. Oh, I do see. Okay, so she put them in stockings, then wrapped the stockings around her body. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's got to be it. So you can see they're all like little baby cacti. Yeah, they're like little baby and cacti. succulents. And she put them in this. That still is crazy. Okay. It's still crazy. Uh, let's see. The cacti included eight endangered and threatened species. She tried to dispose of the items in the airport toilets after attracting the attention of a detector dog. <laughs> Dog's just like, this lady's got cactus. She's like, ah, shit. <laughs> Not the cactus. Uh, in a separate incident. On July 23rd, Lee was found in possession of 142 seeds hidden in packaged iPad covers in her luggage. Dude, this lady's like a cactus, like aficionado. She is, yeah, she is like the cactus thief queen. (laughs) She was also carrying plants, plant pots, and ornaments, which were found to contain a snail and pieces of tree fern. They were trapped 
Wait, they were wrapped in moldy wet paper, also a potential source of disease. What? The island nation was some of the world's strictest biosecurity laws to protect its agriculture, agriculture and biodiversity. This sentencing serves as a good reminder that anyone who smuggles plants or other endangered species into New Zealand can expect to be prosecuted. Uh, huh. Biosecurity, New Zealand takes its role as protecting New Zealand, blah, 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 free of many invasive pests and diseases found in other countries. Uh, according to the authorities, the woman was a seller and trader of succulents on a classified website similar to Craigslist. Damn, that's like a weird cactus drug market. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, I figure, yeah, of course this has to exist, but I never thought that it did. Does that make any sense? Like, of course, of yeah. course this exists. But I never thought, well, like, like, oh, yeah, no, it definitely does. Here's the thing. Like, she's trying to smuggle them so she can sell them, right? But, like, yes. who wants to buy them? There there must be a market, right? There must be. Or like, else she wouldn't do, do it. it. Like, are they trying to make crazy drugs out of them? Are they trying to, like, grow their own cactus plant farm and then sell them? Or, like, I don't know. I, I, well, I feel like because Australia has such a big, like, you can't even take pets there, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, they have such a bio, I don't know what you would call that, bio blockade. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. like <laughs> they've only, and so I wonder if people who are from other parts of the world, they miss their insert whatever so badly that they're willing to pay top dollar to get them. And so she's like, ah, you want cactus? Of course you do. Like, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Although, maybe they just, maybe these cacti are just like real good for drugs. Who knows? I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. Well, here we go. I just Googled why the black market for cacti and succulents is booming. What the shit? Okay. This is a long article. What's the dress? This is... It's happening across the board. Individuals uh, blames two things. One is money that can be made. The other is our electronic world, which he said has made it easy for collectors to engage in dark underworld purchasing. But why do they want to buy crazy plants? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we had an answer. And instead, it was just like people have money and they want things. Well, that doesn't <laughs> yeah. explain why they want cactus, though. Like, yeah. Why? I don't, I don't that's not helpful. That's not helpful at all. That doesn't help anyone. <laughs> yeah, is it just like uh, it has a big market because people just want them? Like, is it just supply and demand? But like, uh, some guys like I need every. It's like coin collecting, but for like crazy rich people or something. I don't know. I don't understand. All I know is it's weird, and I'm not. I would never get some cactuses, cacti, if you will. What the hell? Illegal trade contributes to placing cacti among the world's threatened species. This is from 2015 in Switzerland. Huh. Right. Okay. Uh, there are threatened threatened species, but people want them. Cacti are key components of the world's arid ecosystems, critical survival of many species. Cactus flowers provide nectar for hummingbirds and bats. Cactus species are widely used by people uh, for food or medicine. Their fruit and highly nutritious stems are important food resources for rural communities. Uh, trade in cactus species occurs at national and international levels and is often illegal. 
With 86% of threatened cacti used in uh, this horticulture taken from wild populations, European and Asian collectors are the biggest contributors to illegal cactus specimens. Uh, they're sought for their rarity. So I guess basically the world is running low on cacti and people are trying to snatch them up before they die out. Basically. Uh, okay, and they're just like, look at my rare cacti I have. I guess. I guess that's what that's it is. so weird. It is very strange. But that is, you know, when, uh, this, as you would say, it's very scarce. This is yeah. a uh, <laughs> This is a scarcity issue, right? Like the less of something there is, the more people want of it. Yeah. I mean, that's just, it, and that goes for everything. So, I mean, I get it. I understand it. But to think that, like, cacti is what, like, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. Huh. Today I learned. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, now we know. Well, that's it for us. Thanks so much for listening, or however you're enjoying this podcast. Crendor, hit him with the socials. Socials. We got youtube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. All one word. You can find all these podcasts all in one place. You can also cut off the podcast part. Go to Cox and Crendor on the YouTube. Find all the animations. Also, we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, the audio sites. Also, you can find our uh, main stuff. We got youtube.com slash Crendor, youtube.com slash Jesse Cox, twitter.com slash Crendor, twitter.com slash Jesse Cox, twitch.tv slash Crendor, twitch.tv slash Jesse Cox. Facebook.com, Crendor, Jesse Cox, and the Instagram, Notorious Cox, Instagram, Crendor was taken, and Warhammer, Crendor, if you like Warhammer, and Patreon.com, such Jesse Cox, Patreon.com, such Crendor. Okay, that's it. We'll see y'all next time, and as always, whoa, to be continued. <laughs>